Hello, hey, hi, how you doing? Mitchell Lee here with you alongside Connor Vandermark and Nick Izzo. We are the Jersey Nerds, and it's time for the weekly recess. Time to talk about whatever the hell this last week of football was. Week 14, we got a room full of winners here. Two Jets fans, a Tommy DeVito Giants fan. Tommy Cutlets. Uh, somehow, hey. <laughs> some, somehow... Uh, Tommy Tommy ducked this one. Uh, don't know why. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to them uh, as we get to Monday Night Football. But guys, uh, New York, New York, home, home full of winners and AFC and NFC quarterbacks, players of the week. As much as I love Tommy DeVito, I don't know how that happened. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how that happened either. <laughs> beats, beats me. Yeah. Um, I mean, he didn't have a bad week at all. He had he he played very well, and I'm kind of surprised that Zach Wilson got it for the Jets as well as he played. I kind of thought that that might be like a Lamar Jackson thing, and then in the NFC, I thought maybe Debo Samuel would get that one for San Fran or or Brock Purdy. But New York, New York, lots of love. But this week was chaos. Uh, I'll open the floor. I'm not going to start with anything in particular because what 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 stood out to you guys among the chaos? Let's just pick through the rubble. Uh, simple. Uh, a hockey score in a football game. Eight, Three nothing shutout off with Vikings Raiders. <laughs> oh, it was a garbage game, but I just say oh that was definitely God. a. Uh, I, I saw it come to the come to the uh, the score bug. I'm like, ew. No. <laughs> Lowest scoring NFL game in 16 years uh, since the Pittsburgh Steelers Miami Dolphins Monday night game that just, I remember a punt just landed in the mud in that game uh, to let you know kind of what everyone was dealing with. Uh, Nick Mullins comes in for Josh Dobbs. He is benched. I kind of told people, don't expect this to last with Dobbs. I didn't expect it to fall off quite this quickly and suddenly and terribly as it has, but not having Justin Jefferson again doesn't help because he's out with a back injury now. And I don't know when I think he'll be back this week, but even then now he's trying to play through two different injuries. Yeah, that's not definitely good for the Vikings. Uh, their hopes are, dwindling even after they did win it was That's amazing all the pastronaut memes that uh <laughs> that you'd see and then just how quickly those have subsided uh now that he has not done as as well as he did for you know the, the two three weeks we'll, we'll keep the nfc north thing going with the uh the lions too 28-13 against the Bears, and frankly, that wasn't a game that they were in at all. That was Bears from the jump, and now they have lost two of their last three games, and they really tried to give away the game that they won against the Saints. They have not won convincingly since that Monday night game against the Raiders. It, it's been a weird stretch for the Lions, I still feel like they are the team to beat in the NFC North, but any hope of them kind of going further than maybe one playoff win has kind of been dashed. And then the Packers, everyone was feeling like, great about them. Jordan Love was playing fantastic football. And then 
Tommy Cutlets just comes out and cuts them to shreds. Tommy. They could run. They ran for 209 yards on the Packers. The Giants just took whatever they wanted against that Packers defense. And uh, and by my math, so you know, if if we're thinking of the best teams in the NFL, right? I mean, d- debatable. But if we're just going to throw the Chiefs there, now the Packers beat the Chiefs, and the Giants beat the Packers. So I think the Giants are the best team, obviously. I, I think just I think that's just the obvious answer here. I, um, I know clearly we're gonna get there's to no other better team. Um, no, I'm kidding. I, obviously, I know we're going yeah, to get to them, but I just I don't think I'd put the Chiefs on that level right now. I would not. I just I just no. don't. I think, and I, I I don't think it's recency bias to say that I like the Bills more, even though they won, and it was by the skin of their teeth, and you know by the you know the the top part of a shoe, maybe. But uh, the, the Bills just look like Josh Allen's kind of clicking. The defense is playing better than it has. And the Chiefs, something ain't right. No, I definitely agree with that. Um, like, some as someone who, like, their defense has been still been stellar. And that's the only reason that they're still sniffing around, playing as well as they has been. Because their offense has been... Let's be, let's be real. It has not lived up to expectation. No, Mahomes is still doing Mahomes things, but like I feel like the pieces around him, I guess with the exception of Kelsey, who you know he is getting older, um, they, it's like they're not producing as much as they should. Mahomes has still been doing Mahomes things. He's been playing very well, but this is probably the weakest regular season of his career. Yeah. And again, still been very, very so, good. Still so, uh, been uh, top five, top seven quarterback in the National Football League. But we are used to him being top two, top three, if not top one. And he just hasn't been that this year. And you can make the case that a lot of that has been, well, he's throwing it to people that won't refuse to catch the ball. I I don't know what to tell you there. I still think they are the clear-cut – like. If I, if I hear the Broncos are going to pass the Chiefs, n- no. No, the Chiefs are still going to win the AFC West. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I'm not really worried about the Broncos in general, uh, to be honest. Uh, they kind of just seem like a team destined to go 9-8 and eight and miss the playoffs. Uh, but, but the Chiefs just don't really strike fear in me the same way uh, the, the Ravens do. The Ravens are very well-rounded, fi- found a way to win that game against the Rams. Is there a team in the AFC that you guys like? Because right now it just seems like Cowboys and Eagles, or sorry, not not Eagles. They kind of fell off the perch. Cowboys, Niners, and the rest. Honestly, I'm liking the Ravens. The Ravens have gotten healthy. They have their offense has been clicking. Uh like they have been winning. I think the only real spot on their resume in the past what eight weeks has been the Browns game. And that's again, your usual AFC, uh, your AFC North, who knows what's going to happen game. Cause no matter what, you don't know. And it turns out this happened to be a, not a gridiron match, but actually a competitive game 
you know, being a what sixty-four point over game against against the Browns. Who sees that coming? But overall, like you know, they ha- they have played some weaker teams as of late, but they got they get the job done. They have they have they're going to see how good they are against the Jaguars and 49ers, both on the road next next two weeks. So I'm intrigued yeah, how that's going to They have a gauntlet the next three weeks. I'm looking forward to the seeing Dolphins how they too. handle yeah. it. Yeah, at Jacksonville, at San Francisco versus Miami. And so that'll really determine if they're able to hold on to that one seed. But the last few years, they've gone into, I want to say Thanksgiving, with the one seed, and then Lamar gets hurt. And then things kind of tumble down from there. If he so stays healthy, me, then... Yeah, that's the thing. For me, it's can yeah. Lamar stay healthy? Because like they're getting something out of Odell Beckham Jr. now, too. And that was kind of... You know, they, they needed that, – that was always the thing with Lamar. Lamar was kind of in the situation that Mahomes is in now. You got a great tight end. Can you get some receivers around you that can make some plays and stay healthy? And with Odell Beckham Jr. and Zay Flowers now, and Isaiah likely has been a really good backup tight end for them as well, they've finally found guys that can step up and make plays for Lamar. Yeah, and how, give him giving the weapons, you know, him being an elite quarterback, like when you like it's the opposite situation Mahomes is dealing with right now, where Mahomes has nothing, and Lamar actually has weapons that he can throw to that are making plays for him down the field. And keep in mind too, they lost their number one running back, and they've been running off with the Gus Boss, who has been playing very well. Keaton Mitchell's been a really good spark for them. He, as yeah, well. him too. That's right, the young the young kid too. Yep. Um, speaking about elite quarterbacks, uh, Joe, Fal- Fla- uh, Joe Flacco still doing things? <laughs> I had to do that I transition. Know. I had to. I don't know if I would go as far as to say elite because oh, he yeah, did have a few where he threw right to Jacksonville. That was I, I, will, oh, yeah. I will say this much. Not many people are talking about him. Kevin Stefanski for coach of the year, maybe? If this team makes the playoffs with all the stuff they've had going on, oh yeah, they yeah. have not missed a beat offensively. And Flacco's pretty much been in a situation where it's like, hey, we're going to do a lot of play action. They don't have the run threat the way that they did when Baker was there. Because th- that was one of the big criticisms of Baker is, well, he just uses a bunch of play actions. Well, when you got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt running the ball, use that because everyone's going to respect the run game. Their run game isn't really as – it's nowhere near as dominant as it was. So you've got Flacco throwing the ball to Njoku, Cooper, and Elijah Moore, finding a way to make it work even though their defense hasn't quite been the dominant force that it's been – in prior weeks i'm impressed with them and they look at look at tale of two teams when you talk about the browns and the steelers right now because they were in very similar situations where the quarterback wasn't quite getting things done but the defense was they were going to make plays the browns handled their business against jacksonville meanwhile the steelers have lost two straight at home to the cardinals and patriots Steelers, it's it's a second trip. Two they, two they, games that I thought they would win. Two I games mean, most people thought they would. I think they were favored by like a touchdown plus. Yeah. In both of those games, definitely against the Cardinals, I think they were double digit favorites in that game. 
Yep, I lost both uh, both of those games for the Pick'em League that I'm in, and I, I looked at that and I was like, how do you how, how do you lose to that? Because you know, usually, you know, this the Steelers' offense doesn't really get it going, but it's kind of like their their defense and like they just like grind out you know long drives with field goals and I I, I guess I thought that they would win and I was clearly mistaken are we taking Jake Browning seriously here yeah like yeah that silence wasn't too much of a ringing endorsement no that's definitely not like I don't think seriously right home about yeah it's just like it's 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 nice for now but he's kept him afloat with yeah, kind of like with Josh Dobbs, though, and, and sort of similarly to how I kind of feel about Tommy DeVito deep down. It's like, how how long is this really going to last? <laughs> no, you don't. It's like, Come how, on, man. How long, how long is this really going to last? You know? I mean, we, we can enjoy it for now, obviously, but is it going to have any, like, permanent effect to it? You know, obviously not. Well, they've got the Vikings coming up next, so it's going to be Mullins versus Browning in Cincinnati, and that's actually a very important football game. Like, at least for their schedule, with the exception of the Chiefs game, the Steelers and the Browns are still on their slate, so it isn't like they're out of it. Like... He put up thirty. Like it's it's the Colts who have a more weaker defense, but they did play well against the Jaguars, who were decent. Oh, I think we just lost Nick. Um, and like they 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 have their own destiny. It looks like to me. And like if he keeps performing, like they have Jamar Chase and Mixon are still playing to the level they have been, and. Like if they keep if they keep though if they keep executing when they need to execute and make those game winning plays, you can't complain. Do you think they can make the playoffs with Browning? I was actually looking at that earlier today uh, when I was sitting on my couch because I was very intrigued on because I saw that was the NFC they have a, the wild cards at six and seventeen and then the. I think it was the AFC had a seven and six wild card team sitting in there. Mm-hmm. They have Only a ton of right seven now. and six teams. Yeah, it's 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 a log jam. Um, let's see. Yeah, you have. Ugh. Um, so they had to, so they have to hop over two one of or two of. Let's say Bills, Broncos, Texans, Colts, Steelers. Out of the seven and six teams, I, I think the Steelers will drop. I don't see them like this. Might be the first time Mike Tom might have a losing record in God knows how long. Or ever. ever, ever, yeah, ever. Um, wish him luck, but I wouldn't bet on it. Uh, then you have sure. the Colts yeah. are kind of just like floating around. Like if I would choose, they had a major opportunity this week against Cincinnati and they just they didn't really show up in the second half of that game. And Texas 
and Texans had an opportunity too, and they didn't show up at all. Man, that was it was rough for them because everyone no, either was hurt or got hurt. Yep, and like they couldn't, and even before that, they couldn't move the ball at all with CJ Stroud, and then Stroud got hurt. So that was really a worst case scenario type of game for Houston. Like it really showed the importance of uh, Nico Collins and Tank Dell on that offense because they have been playing fantastic for them the whole year. And Dalton Schultz, they didn't have their starting tight end in there either. And also, who's the rookie? Uh, who's the rookie wide receiver they have too? I can't think of his name. Tank Dell. No, no, there's, a, there's a third oh, one. Xavier there's... Hutchinson. Yeah, like. They, they were definitely depleted, and that, that was a game they needed to win, and now they're in this dogfight. I still think the Texans will make the playoffs. That's my – because their schedule does look pretty juicy for themselves. I, think I the would take twice. them because, okay, if we're getting into official wild card predictions here, Browns, Bills, because I think you, I, Bills just proved they can beat anybody, and I do think they beat Dallas this weekend. Um, oh, that's a bold statement, my friend. Browns, Bills, it's in Buffalo. Dallas is a lot worse outdoors. Um, and I think Ooh. I'm going to give that last spot to Houston. Either Houston or Cincinnati. Yeah, that is true. Jake Browning. I do think Cincinnati sneaks in for a wild card. Uh, I would say I think, I think Houston gets I think in. They, I think they just yeah they have two Titans in. games coming up. That's the one they'll take it up. Um, got to deal with Mayo Levis. And All right. Then, speaking. Oh, go ahead. Um. Yeah, I, I think Houston gets in. I. I think Buffalo is looking good. They are. Yeah, I had. I guess I would go Buffalo to them finishing nine. And, I would say they would finish nine and six and sneak in because there's no one else really daunting at the moment. Mm-hmm. And what are you saying about uh, Mr. Levis? I was gonna say, speaking of uh, the Mayo man, let's play a little game real quick. Oh, I love games. It's called How much on a scale of one to ten? Do you buy into what we saw this weekend from a particular team? Uh, Ah, ah, he's not here right now. So we're going to start with the Miami Dolphins. How much do you buy into given what we just saw this week? Uh, I would say... um, I'll give him a so six. I guess this is like a panic meter type of deal for the Dolphins specifically. Like, let's be real. We, we've discussed this before. Mm. They can beat bad teams, but they can't beat good teams. And if we say the Titans are a good team either, like, I don't. And that, that, was, and that, that was the real, like, they can make the playoffs, but would it do anything? Probably not. Like, they're, they're, I, can, I can see them being primed for a first round exit. Nick? Yeah, I think I, would, I think I would also give it like a five and a half, much for the same reason of it, it kind of shows you the uh, the lack of, I guess, production or creativity they might have when like Tyreek Hill is on the game. 
it's like, yeah, they still have Jalen Waddle, but like you can clearly tell when Tyreek is not in the game, like just how much it shifts the momentum of the game. And then, yeah, if, the if defense Tyreek, just Tyreek, kind of allowed Will Evans to injury you know, lingers, th- then that goes up them, to like so. eight nine. Yeah, because he not is really the, bought into him. He is the weapon. Like, if Tyreek's a... injury lingers, it goes to a 10 for me, and I would give it a yeah. 6. But this really showed how much, yeah. not just this Absolutely. offense, but Tua particularly mm-hmm. depends on Tyreek and how much this offense flows through Tyreek, but also their starting center, who's probably their best offensive lineman, towards ACL. And they do not have a lot of depth on that offensive line. So... That's not the guy you want getting hurt at this time of year. I say though, Tyreek should. I I really like the way he's been playing and his accolades. First round Hall of Famer or first ballot. Like I agree, he is this that fantastic. You can and you I can think see... that he should be in the MVP conversation right there with Dak Prescott. Yeah, honestly, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Like no, so whoever thinks wide receiver, but yeah, he deserves it because that team runs through him. All right, let's go to that Sunday night football game. Philadelphia, Dallas. We'll start with we'll start with the negative side of things. Philadelphia Eagles now have taken two straight big losses to good teams. Scale of one to ten, how concerned are you? That's not a number, Nick. Not overly. They'll, they'll find their way. Oh, I mean, sorry. Honestly, when... <laughs> Seven I is mean, not I was, very? I, I thought you were going to go it, a lot lower but... than that. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. Never mind. Seven. <laughs> uh, how about that? Seven. I'm just leaving it at that. For those who can't see his face at home, uh, nope, very pouty face right now. Uh, I pissed him <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, I'll give him like a... I don't know. They they intrigue me because <laughs> the fact that I'll say a six. I will say a six as well because he said that... seven. He no. Nick said seven. I I'm saying six. Oh. Um. That offense concerns me, especially against a strong defense if they can't if they can only score not even score 20 points against the 49ers and the cowboys like the cowboys game i that could be just chalked up to be good old divisional matchup but like putting putting 20 points in a row and even against the chiefs game they only put up 21 like you need it you need to be able to put points on the board against good d and if they can't figure that out which they can i'm not, I'm not no they are a very capable team but if they can't figure that out, they're going to have some issues in the playoffs. That's a 10. I am very concerned about the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts looks, yeah, seriously. I'm, I'm there. They could not stop these teams at all. Their defense might as well have not even been out there. The secondary oh, yeah. is Swiss cheese. The defense, too, is very worrisome. But Jalen Hurts also, to your point, he looks very indecisive. He just looks he's, I don't know whether it's the the offense. He's been like that all year looks, though. He looks like he, he, yeah, he has. He looks like he does not trust what he sees 
at all. And he just kind of keeps moving to the right until something comes open. And that, or he just throws the ball away. It's It's been very odd watching Jalen Hurts this year. He's a lot more, I don't know if he got hurt. He's a lot more reluctant to run than he was yeah. last year, which is hurting the offense. It's It's a different guy. And I'm very worried about that. Like the Moving red zone, over. yeah. The, the red zone's oh, been ahead. very much it, it, the red zone's been very much an issue for them, and like that's something where if they can't get to that year, one yard line, yeah, that's something that used to be their bread and butter, and no, that if they can't, that's that's something a problem that they need to figure out now because you want to if you want to fix it, like you have the Seahawks game, which would be very interesting next uh, next weekend that got flexed to uh, what was it Sunday, uh, Monday Night Football for that one. I think it's Monday. Yeah, they got flexed to that one, um, which, I thought, which I thought was a very good decision. Um, but you have the last three games of the Giants, the Cardinals, and the Giants. Like you want, that's what I'm saying. If you want, you want to. That exactly. Yeah, but and the look Cardinals. At it like right those are some defenses where, like, all right, they'll, they'll figure this their, out now. You have three teams to practice against. Uh, if they can't, if they can't get it yeah, done by for... then, then no. <laughs> yeah. Those poles will be on the ground in Philly and not greased. What about Dallas? How much are you buying into the Dallas Super Bowl stock? I'm buying in. I, I've i yep. been liking their play um, as of late. They have really turned around. Dak is finding his mojo again, finally. Like, uh, I got to say, like, they, like, I know they had a shitty game against the 49ers early in the season, but if they for, they play the 49ers again right now, I would say it'd be a much closer game. Like Nick? I would say this I said the spread would be like minus three. We're not <laughs> I am Fair enough. legally not allowed to buy into anything Dallas Cowboy related. Um, so I am just going to stand by as they do, uh, this December, as they do every other December, hopefully. I'm somewhere crash in and burn. Because I'm loving and what I'm seeing I right now. I will be there to laugh when it happens. But I can't get the last decade and a half of Cowboys playoff football out of my head. And I know this isn't... This is not the Tony Romo Cowboys. This is not Dak and, and Dez and Zeke. It's a different team. I get that. But I just can't see anybody beating San Francisco right now. I, I just can't. And Dallas, if they win the NFC East, they're probably going to get Detroit in the first in, the, in that second round. And I'd imagine they would beat Detroit and then get San Francisco. If they don't get them, there's a chance that they have to go to San Francisco in the second round, just like they did last year. And I I just think the Niners are kind of a tier above everyone else right now. I would say this about the I would say about this about the Cowboys is that no they had a they had a oh, close game against the Eagles last time in Philly. Yeah, they played okay. Um, 
And they had and they had a bunch of chump opponents. They had the Giants, the Panthers, and the Commanders. And then we have this slate now where you're having you had your you two nice home games against the, uh, the Seahawks, which was a high scoring game, and Dak showed I, I still got it. And the Eagles, their defense said no, no to them. But now you're gonna be on the, on the road against the Bills, which you just said you think Dallas is gonna lose that game, and you're on the road against the Finns. No, the Finns game I expect them to win because the Finns have just been a uh, there's a saying I want to say. I can't remember what the name of it right now. Um, kind of like an inflatable tank. It, never, it, it looks dangerous, but not really is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Bills game, I'm definitely intrigued about. But like the Lions, right now, we said Lions or Cowboys. I'm saying Cowboys hand down. The Lions do yeah. not look dangerous to me anymore. Their offense has been sputtering left and right. So like... But yeah, I... To me, Cowboys, 49ers, if 49ers have the home home field advantage, of course, they're going to be favored. But I still think it's going to be like a coin toss, like maybe minus three, minus four for San Francisco. Like, I don't, I don't think that would be egregious. And I, I feel like we ask this question every week, but it's the dumbest division in football, NFC South. What happens? <laughs> I love it. I love you, the chaos. You, you have a you have a seventy five percent chance. You know the Panthers aren't doing it. Or, I've been or, on them. Yeah. Hey, I've been. Oh on, man. I, dude, I've been on I, them all year. I've been the on Saints, them all year. I don't think they're the best thing for the Saints been, would so be to not make by playoffs. default. Give me Baker, baby. Like if the, the Saints fault. make the playoffs, that might be the worst thing for them because they need to be – they need a clean house. Dennis Allen, they need to get rid of Derek Carr, and they just need to commit to the rebuild. And they should have done it once Breeze retired, but they wanted to continue to try to contend. It hasn't really gotten anywhere for them. They've had a bunch of okay teams – I'm still on Atlanta right now. Give me the I box, want baby. to get to Tampa because Baker has been the best quarterback in that division. And by that, I mean, I only slightly think that he should get benched. It's Atlanta. Because <laughs> exactly. it's, it's, been a, it's been a horrendous quarterback division. I think Derek Carr should get benched. I think that uh, – I don't think they should bench Ritter because yep. they went to Heineke and it didn't go well. Stick with the younger guy, ride it out, because at least he's given – he's had some good games. He's also had a lot of games where he just doesn't know what team he's supposed to be throwing the ball to. But you ride it out, see what happens. And I think that if they can commit to the run game, Falcons can ride that into the playoffs more consistently than any other team in the NFC South. But Tampa, I've enjoyed watching just – the up and down nature of the Bucks, and they've played a lot of very entertaining games this year. Like Rashad White is been heating up. Mike Evans is still doing yeah. Mike Evans things. And Rashad White is carrying my fantasy team. Hey, he's he was a good pickup for one of my one of my leagues. Uh I had but the thing is I don't think they get talked in my mouth, but I've been nope. I've been saying their praises at least this year is their defense nope. has still been playing good. Like their yeah. defense keeps him in games, and if you give Baker a shot, he could transition for you. And like every like what it was only been, 
there's only been one game so far this whole season that the team has cracked over 30 points. And that was the wild shootout of the Texans game. That's it. Yeah. Every every other team has not cracked 30. And that's, a, and that's that a clue. stretch in the middle of the season where you lost six of seven. And when that happens, you think, well, you lost six of seven. The season's done. But you're playing but in the, you're playing in the NFC South. The most like, forgiving division in the history of ever? I mean, I can't the only other division I can think of that's more forgiving is true. maybe I'm trying to think of really twenty ten NFC West was really bad. Twenty fourteen NFC South was really bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, South always been. AFC South last year Seems wasn't particularly great, the, uh, but the Jaguars NFC. did deserve to be in the playoffs South. <laughs> with the way that they were heating up. Yeah. Um, oh, even the. Um, the oh, the, the tw- 2020 uh, NFC East or the, the command. Yeah, or yeah. No, sorry, sorry. The Washington football team at the time yes. managed to, to get in. And give Tom Brady a scare in the first round. Yep, that's right. That's right. God, there, yeah, there have been some. It, it's usually NFC, where you have a terrible, terrible division, and some uh, NFC it, team gets in there with seven wins and makes the playoffs. Well, I, I guess it's ever since Matty Ice has left is when that whole because Ice and and Breeze uh, Breeze left at the same exact time, and then. Again, again, the Panthers too lost Cam. Cam Newton went down the toilet. They left, and then yeah, Cam left in twenty nineteen, and then Brady or, left. Sorry, too. Cam left in yeah twenty twenty. They moved on from Cam. Twenty twenty one was the Saints' first year without Breeze. Twenty twenty two was the Saint or the Falcons' first year without Ryan, and twenty twenty three was the Bucks' first year without Brady, and none of the teams have found answers. The Panthers. Yeah. Put, tr- tried to find the answer with Bryce Young, but that that has gone horribly wrong so far this year. Yep, not one. Honestly, yeah, I think I I think last year's AFC South is it's actually a really good comparison to that because of the fact you had a rookie in Trevor Lawrence, you had the Colts who had no one at quarterback, Houston had no one at quarterback, and the Titans were just a shell of themselves. Tannehill still- got hurt. Tannehill got hurt, and then it was then you had uh, King Henry. Josh Dobbs, yeah, yeah, Josh Dobbs try to try to bring him in, but like they didn't deserve to win that division. It was really that that the, that because one game didn't even matter between the Titans and Jaguars. Like, okay, we're not, this game does not matter. We're going to play each other again. Like, yeah, they had that. Was, that, that was a, it was it was a it was, it was a weird basically ending. a play-in game, but everyone kind of knew that Jacksonville was going to win it, and then they did. And I mean, no, they kind of rode that momentum. Say what you will about their their playoff aspirations this year, but they've th- they'll be in the playoffs. Because I remember that last year was a weird situation with the Jags and Titans, where they both played a game that did not matter because they were playing each other. Like it was like week that week second fi- to last game. Week yeah, week fifteen was like this game does not matter who wins or loses because no matter what, they're going to be. The final game is the only one's going to matter. Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird situation that year. 
always like all those like weird quirks and like standings and stuff like that. That's always yeah. And I think that I remember because Jacksonville was like, oh. we're still gonna play our starters. We're not gonna yeah. We're not gonna give anybody rest, even though this game doesn't mean anything. I mean, you know, the next yeah, game is the one that means more. You want to try to like everyone, every coach in that situation, because there are some games where it's like we win, we lose this one. It doesn't really matter that, that that's happened a few times before. And I remember the Giants did that in 2007. They had a game against the Patriots that didn't really matter. But they were like, yeah, we're playing the Patriots. Let's uh, let's try to give them their first loss of the season. And they went step for step, punch for punch with the Patriots and rode that momentum into the into the playoffs and then beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I think every coach kind of wants to find that at some point in the end of the year. Yeah. And maybe uh... that's that's something the Cowboys have right now. Maybe it's something that the uh the Bills are holding on to. Maybe the Bengals have it with Jake Browning. Maybe the, the the Jaguars game is the one they show on the Super Bowl DVD. I mean, we've been talking about it much, but the Jags have been scaring me right now. <laughs> like they have not looked good. Jacksonville to me is a Trevor Lawrence looks like similar, he's still injured. I, I would even say the lesser cool. version of what Detroit is to me in the NFC. A team that I'm pretty sure is going to win their division. Not going to be any higher than like a three seed. And they might, they'll probably win one playoff game. And I don't think they're a threat to do anything else. Yeah. If that, like. Yeah. I could see Jacksonville, I could see both Jacksonville and Detroit, but especially Jacksonville losing in the first round. Because. The only thing is, I don't know, like Jacksonville, they could play a bunch of different teams. Oh, the, Detroit yeah, would be playing like probably like either Green team. Bay yeah. or the Rams. Right now, Jacksonville's slate against the Browns. like, And they just lost to Flacco. Yeah. That's, that, that's like going to Dawson. And Without Denzel Aussie. Ward, too. So we'll see how that one goes. Sure. Yep. Well, we've got a lot of really good football coming up this week. We've got a triple header of yeah. Saturday games that are all incredibly relevant. You look at the quarterbacks playing, you might be like, oh, Nick Mullins versus Jake Browning. I can miss that one. Well, both teams are seven and six. Mitchell Trubisky versus Gardner Minshew. Oh, I can miss that one. Both teams are seven and six. And then the last game is Russell Wilson versus Jared Goff, and both of those teams are very much in the mix. So Saturday, NFL Network triple header, very very important. May not be pretty, but important. It's 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 going to not be pretty. I think that's a feature <laughs> in the whole thing. Yeah, it's going to be horrific. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I might fall asleep, but I am going to be. It's going to be very it. ugly. And, I'll uh, probably forget we'll to be even here watch next it. Week to I'll probably forget to watch this, to be honest. unearth some more disgusting football. Talk about, hey, maybe the Jets and Giants cling to very, very, very slim playoff hopes and uh, continue the dream as they both go on the road. We'll see what happens. But uh, for Nick Izzo, Connor Vandermark, 
I'm Mitchell Lee. You've been listening to the Weekly Recess here on Jersey Nerds Productions. Enjoy a fun week of football ahead. Follow our socials. Deuces.